We exalt your name of the Almighty God. God of the potent God of the science God. You are Jehovah Nisi, you are Jehovah Shama, you are Jehovah Rapha, you are Jehovah Elohim. You are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are the Alpha and Omega. Father, we just want to thank you once again this morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. This is a wonderful day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice. We shall be glad. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Father, Almighty God. Father, we worship you, Jesus. We exalt you. What a mighty God we serve. What an awesome God we serve. Kabadiyato. Lord Jesus, we bless you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, we bless you. Jesus, thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, we worship you. Holy Spirit, we worship you. Holy Spirit, we adore you. We bless you. We honor you. We magnify you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, this morning, this afternoon, this night, or this evening. Father, we worship you. Elohim, Adonai, Elion, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, King of Kings. Lord, be exalted in all the earth. Be exalted above the heavens. Be exalted, O God. 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 Be lifted Be lifted Oh Lord, believe For you are holy, righteous and worthy. Oh Lord, believe Tell For you are holy, righteous and worthy, O Lord, believe For you are holy, righteous and worthy, O Lord, believe tell For you 
worthy, righteous and worthy, O Lord, believe tender, Righteous and worthy, O Lord, Father, we want to thank you. We want to bless you. We want to exalt your holy name. You are the Almighty God. You are the Omnipotent God, Omniscience God. You are Jehovah God, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Thank you, Father. Almighty God, we worship you. I just want to thank you. I just want to exalt your holy name. What a mighty God we serve. What an awesome God we serve. Father, let your name be glorified. Father, let your name be exalted. Father, let your name be blessed forever and ever and ever and ever. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, the Lord gave me a dream, I like, like a vision, because I was praying. And the Lord showed me this, and, and how this, and I felt that this is <clears throat> what the Lord wants to use to bless these people this morning. Because it's just this early hour of this morning. So, and I felt that this is what the Lord wants to used to talk to his people. In my dream, I had this unpleasant dream about a woman that I knew many years ago. Though I'm not a judge of any man, but I, the life of this person was not really something to, not something good, you know, because he's always is she was doing something that will always make people to get paranoid, you know, or have some selling some stuff that is very bad, you know. So like, so but I had a dream about this lady. So I saw her. She was uh, she has kids like she has children, who are grown up children, who are even maybe like some of them are like almost my age so who can handle things by themselves and so but in, in, in that vision I saw that so all of them were in the house but the woman will go to work come back with money and ask the kids to ask the children to do some stuff for her but these people they will say okay mommy we are going to do it but they are not going to do it so, and when she came back from work, she will still be the ones to do those jobs. These guys are supposed to have been maybe husband's house, married, but they are still within the compound of this lady. And so she will walk and go to work and come back and still be the ones to go and do other jobs that are supposed to be done by the children that are home. They are not working. 
And I was in that vision, I was it's very, very unpleasant to me because I was saying that this is very irritating. Why should somebody be laboring this much and and is and the kids will not just be they will not just appreciate it? So it was it was I was feeling that this is this is not right, this is not right, this is not right, this is not right. So then I woke up out of it. And as I was just thinking about it, I was what is this love? What are you, what are you showing me about this person? Do you mean I should pray for this person? But Lord said, travail. The first thing I heard in my spirit was travail. Travail. And I knew, so when I was saying travail, what is travail? The Lord gave me a scripture that I want us to read. The Lord gave me a scripture that I want us to read. The Lord gave me this scripture that Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 Galatians 3 13 it's a popular scripture but I want us to read it Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 the scripture says that Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law said being made a cause for us for it is written cause is everyone that is hand on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come unto the Gentile through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit so the first thing that came to me after I was meditating on this on that dream was that Christ has redeemed us from the cause and and the Holy Spirit was telling me that the result of cause is travail travail is a position that you are in when you are caused is a position you are in when you are under a curse Jesus has redeemed us from the cause of the law. But when you are in travail, the Bible says that you are under a cause. Then, how do you know you are under a cause? You travail. You are living in what? Travail. Your life has become a travailing life. A life of labor. A life of hardship. And the first thing I want us to look at is, is this. If we look at the book, the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 2. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 2. It says that God gave it to a man that is good in his sight, wisdom, and knowledge, and joy. God is giving this thing to people that God that is good in the sight of God is giving them three things now. For example, he gives them knowledge. He gives them first wisdom. He gives him knowledge. And he gives him joy. Those three things, they are not three, they are, they are things that, these are knowledge of the spirit. These are knowledge of spirit. The higher knowledge, version of knowledge. Not just educational knowledge or secular knowledge. God gave to the man that is that this man is good in his sight. The first thing God gave this man is that God gave him knowledge. 
God gave him, God gave him wisdom, God gave him knowledge, and God gave him joy to enjoy both two things that He has given him. Because there are two things, these two things will produce something. Knowledge will produce wealth. I mean, wisdom will produce wealth. Knowledge will produce the life of God and life of godliness. Because knowledge that God is giving him is knowledge to know God. And the results that will come from it is that this man will have joy. The joy of the Lord will be his life. He will have strength because the joy of the Lord will be his strength. But look at what he gives. He gives to the sinner. The Bible says in the same verse, he said, and but to the sinner, he gave travail. To the sinner, God gave travail. So, a sinner has a gift from God as much as a good man has a gift from God. The gift that God gives to the sinner is that they should travel. The sinner, God gives sinner a traveling lifestyle, a life of laborious labor, a life of pain and hardship. A life of no rest, always struggling, never enter rest of God, never. Because of the anger of God is upon their life. Because they are positioned themselves to live a life of sin. This is the reason why when you look at Satan today, if you can find an expression image of Satan, or his people that are working with him, they don't have rest. They are always all these angels, all these demons. They are always working to harm people. They are, they are, and that is why you in deliverance, in deliverance, when you sometimes when you look at somebody that you are trying to cast out demon from, all of a sudden they they begin to look weird. They begin to act weird. Why? Because they are acting out the expression of the demon spirit that is living inside of them. The kind of anger, the rage. The, that this person is putting on. All of a sudden, you see a very gentle, quiet lady putting on at the strength of five men or ten men or twenty men. People, even hefty men, will try to handle him. They will not be able to. Very tiny, gentle little girl. But this demon that has stayed in that inside this person will bring up this expression to know that I'm not I'm, the person inside of me is not is not kidding. So this is the life of this is life of a man that is under a curse. The Bible says God has given the Lord has given good to those who is who the, the man that is good in his sight. He's giving wisdom, he's giving knowledge, he giving joy. But to a sinner, he giveth travail. What what happened? What is the result of travail? Look at it. He said that he may give that he said that to it to gather. And to heap up that he may give to him that is good in the sight of him before God. So a sinner, Kalabasha, a sinner will gather, will heap, like the one in the probe, the, the one that Jesus told is, is, is the story. The man heap up, he gathers so many things, and he said, Relax, my, my soul. You have so much you eat. He never acknowledged God. And as a result of that, the Bible says, Today you fools, 
God is taking everything you have. God is taking your soul. And everything you have will be given to someone else. So, the life of pain, the life of sorrow, the life of anguish, this is the life that God has preserved, that God has reserved. He's giving it to a sinner so, so that they can continue to live in travail all the days of their life. She will continue to work. He will continue to work doing laborious job every day in pain and in sorrow and in anguish. Always complaining. Not having an expression of joy. This is the life of a sinner. This is the life that God has preserved for people who are in sin every day of their life. Thank you, Jesus. I want to share this broadcast. God wants to use your timeline. God wants you to share this broadcast with your friends. Let somebody knows about it. Because it is painful for people to be, to live all his life to work. But the result of that work is that he's in travail, he's in pain. Nothing to show for it. This is not what God reserves for his children. God reserves wisdom knowledge and joy for his people Kabasha. so when you are under a course you will live in travail you will labor for another person to enjoy you will gather and heap up and you will not enjoy it when you live under when you're living in travail when your life is in travail what, 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 what's, what, what's, what's God is saying? He said, you will, you will labor for another man. Let's, let's, let's look at as the scripture here. I want to look at Job, the book of Job chapter 27. Let's look at the book of Job. Job 27. Job 27. Job 27. Job 27 verse 17. Job 27 verse 17. He said, He may prepare, he may prepare it, but the just shall put it on. Now, if you look at right, let's start from let's start from verse 16. He said, Though he heap up silver as dust, he prepare remains as the day, as the clay. Job is talking about the sinner here. He may prepare it, but the just shall put it on. Because of their position, God is angry with them. He may prepare whatever he wants to prepare, but God is that that's what the Bible says. The weight of the righteous, the weight of the sinner is laid up for the righteous. This is what God is saying here. So he may build his house as moth and as boots that he keepeth that he, that, that the keeper maketh. The rich man shall lie down. But he shall not gather. He opened his eyes and he is not. God took him. He just died shamefully. So God doesn't want any of his children to live in this position. Because this position is a position that the Lord has reserved only for people that are travail, the sinner, people who have left the life of God. They have left the life of God. They reject God in their thoughts. And God has given these people a reprobate side. 
a reprobate act. Though they might have money, another person is coming to enjoy everything they have. Though they labor all their life, another person is coming to take everything that they are labored for. Rather, he said, you will get this person, the person, a traveling person, you will gather and heap up. For you, you will not enjoy it. He said, rather than entering into the harvest, all that will enter into the harvest. They will live the life of struggle every day of their life. And if you look at Genesis chapter 15, Genesis chapter, uh, Genesis chapter, I think chapter 35. Genesis chapter 35. The first person that this word was mentioned. Let's look at what happened there. Genesis 35 verse 17. This is what happened to Rachel. Verse 16. It said, And they journeyed from Bethel, and there was and there was but a little way to come to Ephraim. And Rachel travailed, and she had and she had hard labor. And it came to pass when she was in hard labor. Look at it. So this is a position where you are in a hard labor. Traveling make you to be in hard labor. But rather than traveling in hard labor and you do nothing, it is better to travel in prayer. To travel in prayer. To travel in the plan and the mind, in the things that God wants for you. To labor in the things God wants for you. Especially to labor in the word of God. So that you can push yourself into the rest of God. This is only travail that is positive before God. To travail, to labor into entering the promise of God for your life. To travail to enter into the rest of God for your life. This is a position where deliverance is needed. Where people travail under a curse. And the word of God says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. It's a being made a curse unto us. A curse is everyone that is hanged on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come unto the Gentile. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So the promise of the Spirit, the promise of the Spirit is that you have wisdom. The promise of the Spirit is that you have knowledge. The promise of the Spirit is that you have joy of the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I want us to look at the scripture here. Kabashidi Motekiyamaka. He said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. He said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. When you see that your life is going through this pattern, you are traveling every day. You are struggling every day. Don't say my country is bad. No, that is, it doesn't have anything to do with your country. Because the Bible says some people will be saying there is a casting down. Well, why we have been saying there is a lifting up? It was in the if you look at, if you look at Genesis chapter thirty two, Isaac, Isaac, there were famine in the land. Isaac wanted to take the step that his, that his father Abraham took. When there was famine in the land, he did not consider to take it to God in prayer. 
Rather, what he did, he was he told his he, he just made up his mind to go into Egypt. But rather than do that, Isaac went to the Lord in prayer, and the Lord told him, Don't go to that, don't travel. You don't need to go to America, you don't need to go to Italy, you don't need to go to Italy, you don't need to go to travel to anywhere. Don't move from Mexico to America. Just stay in your country. Stay in this place. Stay in this place. There's a plan for you here. Consult your plan in God. But Isaac, the Bible says, Isaac, God told him, stay here. And there was an obvious condition where there's drought in the land. God told him, stay in this place. The Bible says, in that place, he, he planted and he reaped in that same year, he has abundance when others are crying. Because he has tapped into God. God has given him wisdom, knowledge to plant, what to plant. The kind of animal that will survive the condition. And God told him to go to a particular place where the dews of heaven will be upon the, upon the ground. And he began to drink. He would dig the well. He would get into water. He would dig another well. The, the people, they would, they, would, they would come against him. They would take it. He would go to another place. He would do, he's the only one that is prospering the land. To a point that one man became the envy of a nation. A whole nation became envy. Just because of the prosperity of a man. Not to one man. A whole nation. To a point that the king of the nation had to come and sign an allegiance. A treaty with him that lest you became too much and come against our people and destroy us because he's op operating under an open heavens. God is no longer angry with him anymore. This is where you get when you enter into covenant. The Bible says, What, what is the covenant? He said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ. In Christ, inside Christ. When you are in Christ, your position, it is a position in God. Because when you are outside Christ, outside Christ, anyone outside Christ, the anger of God is upon them. It does not mean maybe they are, they are billionaire. If you are not in Christ today, the anger of God is upon you. But our anger, it is coming to you today as a mercy. And that is why this message is very, very important to us. And it's very, very important to God to give you this opportunity to change your mind to come into the Lord. So, the word of God says, if any man be in Christ is a new creature, that traveling is a, a new creature. That means you are being recreated. Your old spirits that make people to live in travel has been removed from you because you are now in Christ. You are changed. Your spirit is changed to another spirit. You have received the spirit of Christ. Because you are in Christ now. It's a all things has passed away. Behold, all things become new. And all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And he has given us the ministry of reconciliation as to which that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. God is not counting your sin against you. 
if you change your mind to be in Christ. All the things that you ever done in your life, all the sins that has put you into a position of travail, all the sins that are make you to walk in travail, God will remove all those things from you. From the day you give your life to you, you will receive what is called power to become the son of God. God, now, God, does not, God does not look at you and see you anymore. Anytime God looks at you, you see the spirit of Christ, the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ upon you. Your spirit has literally been removed, the old spirit, and given another spirit, and the name of the Lord Jesus is written upon your forehead. Then your life is changed. God will give you wisdom. God will give you knowledge. And the joy of the Lord will be dominant in your life. This is what, what the Lord wants for you. He does not want to walk in pain and in shame and regrets all your life. Life of struggle is not a pleasant life. It's to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. God is not imputing it unto you. Rather, God is giving you the, the righteousness of Christ. Is imputing like as if somebody is forcing a clothes upon you. As if you want to wear a clothes for your children. You take it, you remove the, the dirty garment from him and you give him a brand new garment. He's giving you the righteousness, the life of Christ. God is giving you the life of Christ afresh. Removing the life of travail from your life. Is it not imputing their trespasses unto them that had committed unto the world of reconciliation. Now then, we are an ambassador of Christ. God now make you as a representative. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ that be ye reconciled to God. We are begging you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Anyone that is laboring under this issue of travail, you are traveling, you are struggling, you are in a pathetic condition, you are, you have, you have, you have, the debt, you have owed the debt so much to a point that the debt has become a burden in your life. You are making so much money, but it is as if somebody is coming to take everything that you worked for from you. God wants to deliver you. God wants to rescue you. God wants to take the life of pain, the life of shame, the life of hardship, the life of regret, the life of labor from your life. God doesn't want you to labor anymore. The only place God wants you to labor is to labor to enter the rest of God. What? That is labor in the, the word of God. Labor in the word of God. Living a life of purity, a life of genuine and holiness, life of absolute purity before God. God wants to give you the grace to live and follow God. And this is what the Lord wants for you. And this is the reason why we are crying, for this is the hour of God's mercy. God is knocking the door of your heart. He wants to redeem you. He said he wants to receive, to reconcile the world. The world, not just only you. Everything now come and contact you. God wants to redeem them, reconcile them unto himself. God received me when I told him, Lord, I repent of my sin. Give me. And I want to live a new life. 
be my Lord G, be my Lord and my Savior. I never since the time, make me your son. I never since the time I said that. God has always been good to me. He has removed struggle from my life. There is no struggle again. There is no labor, traveling, labor. We used to do all those things. Every time you see me, what the word you hear from me is that man is struggling. I have to struggle. I have to struggle. I have to struggle to get this thing. I have to struggle to get. I have to struggle to write jam. I have to struggle to write exam. I have to struggle to do this. I will struggle to go and work. What kind of work do I do? We will we will offload trailers upon trailers upon trailers. We'll carry loads upon our head. We will, we will be in the job from morning to evening. This job, when you get into the job, within five minutes, you already your body, you are sweat into your pants within five minutes. So it's not some so you within five minutes that you started your job, that you started the job, you will sweat from your head to your toe. To the point that you cannot wear your it's not a place that you wear shoe. So because you know, every, very soon your wet, your leg will wet. So so it's a place you you have to carry towel just to use to be mopping your face every time because of the sweat. It's a life of pain, it's a life of traveling. You are laboring every day to enter into something that God wants for you. But it's a position of a falling is a position of course but when i gave my life to christ and the lord began to redirect my his plan for me god will send favor to me even when i do a work i have more favor than the job god wants to favor you god wants to live a stress-free life god wants to set you god has a plan and purpose for you god has not wanted you to live in pain no he doesn't want you to live in pain. There are people today that are sick. Many years in my life, I remember something. I had an experience. There was an attack against my body. Something was in my body that was biting me as if, as if somebody was, as if a peg was put in my body that was banging it. But thank God I was in Christ. He will give me a scripture. He will give me a word. I will use it. I will bind that the demonic oppression. And that was the end. The Lord will break the course of the enemy in my life. So when the enemy come against me in one way, they flee in seven ways. Why? Because the Lord has been my portion. He has given me wisdom. He has given me knowledge. And he has given me joy. God wants to give you joy. God wants to give you peace. God wants to give you wholeness. God wants to remove shame from your life. God wants to remove toiling in your life. God wants to remove labor in your life. This is a cause that God placed upon women that in labor they shall in labor they shall give birth. That the men should eat the labor from their sweat they will eat. This is a condition, this is a position of, of course. But when you are under open heavens, God will send his angel to you to help you. Your life will live a life what is called the life of peace and tranquility. This is the plan of God for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone today that is operating under any curse, you are living a life of travail. The mantle of God, the anointing of God has come to you today. 
He said, in that day shall come to pass, shall the burden be taken away from your shoulder, off your shoulder, and his yoke up from thy neck. For the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And by the Spirit of God, I brought the jar of the anointing this day to destroy everyone that is laboring under this curse. People that are laboring under a curse as a result of the addiction. Some people, in their destiny, they are not supposed in their destiny to taste anything called alcohol in their life. God doesn't want it for them. The secret of their life is that they must not taste it. They are not called to be a pastor. They are not called to be a prophet. They are not called to be all those things. But it's just that they have been made in one way or the other in Nazarene for the Lord Jesus Christ. They should live a life of purpose. They should live a life of serving the Lord. But what the enemy has done, enemy has pushed something that is against their destiny. You know, like what they say in my language, they call, what is so you, a war? You have eaten something that is not supposed to be eaten, that is against your destiny. And this is the reason why some people, they are in this condition today. Enemy push them to make that mistake. And as they make the mistake, they enter into error for their life. And they begin to live the life of pain, life of shame, life of struggling every day of their lives. Today, anyone that is living this lifestyle of struggling, that you are inherited that is the result of the causes, maybe cause of the family, but Jesus has come to redeem us. He has redeemed us from the cause of the law. He's been made a cause of your focus. Cause is everyone that is hanged on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham has come on the Gentile. The blessing of Abraham that you be in peace all your life. Abraham was in peace. Abraham was in prosperity. He has an abundance. Abraham prosper in his soul. You will meditate on you can't when you are not prospering so in your soul, you cannot meditate. The, the life of meditation is out of out of the way. When your soul is not at rest, when you when you are thinking two million thoughts in a second, you can't meditate. So Abraham will go and meditate because nothing is pressing him. He had everything. His wife was there, his, his children, his slaves were his, his servants were somewhere. He had cartoons, he had gold, he had silver, he had everything. Abraham was the man that laid up gold as dust. He had men. You can imagine you in a house. You have 318 trained military. Not children, not people. Because you have to be like 24 years old to be in the military. So he had trained men in his house who he can call at at, at, at will to answer him. That means you are a blessed man. So this is the life that God wants to give you. Everything that the Lord has given promised Abraham. But much more than that, God promised you the life of the Spirit to walk in the Spirit to make heaven at the end of the day. Because this is, that is the ultimate good of man. That we should live in peace in all your life, in everything you do. This is the plan that, of, that God has for you. And I pray for you today. Anyone that is under any curse of any sort, I said to you that I brought a jar of oil today to destroy every yoke that anyone that is making you to be on my And I'm seeing a vision as I'm speaking to you, as I'm praying to you. I'm seeing like a lamp. 
like a ram, yes, like a ram, that is and that they put something upon his neck. This is a lamb. These are children of God. The children of God that is in bondage, that is a yoke upon these children of God's neck. Today, anyone, anyone that is watching me right now, and you are a child of God, or you have given your life to Christ, but there is a bondage of the enemy upon your neck. Today, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the oil has come to destroy it right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. The oil of God has come to destroy that yoke from your life right now. Anyone here today, 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 I decree that you are listening to me, that you are watching me right now. I decree that you are sharing this broadcast right now. Everywhere as you share this broadcast, the Lord come and remove your every pain in your body every yoke on your neck the bible says in that day and that day is supposed to be today and it's today the yoke shall be taken away from your neck from your shoulder the load from your shoulder and the yoke of your neck and the yoke will destroy because of your anointing anyone that has yoked you will sin the yoke, the body from your shoulder that you are using to carry the load of sin. Today, that body is destroyed today. The yoke is destroyed today in the name of Jesus. The yoke is destroyed. I destroy this yoke. 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 I destroy this yoke in the name of Jesus. Cabra di Bahante. There is a reason why you have to know your position. When you give your life to Christ, you have been reconciled to God. You are no longer belong to yourself anymore. You have belong to the Lord. And that is why, when you belong to the Lord, then you cannot remove the pain of yesterday from your life. Jesus cannot begin to send his angel to file for you. Today, as you have changed your position, from being in the world to the Lord, the Lord removed pain from you. And that children of the Lord, that child of God, that son of God, that you are in pain or because of ignorance or because of things that you have done, that you have put yourself in regret. Today, condemnation is removed from your life. Pain is removed from your heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, the issue of divorce that you had, that somebody took everything that you had, Claim it from you. Today, the Lord replenish you in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord replenish you in the name of Jesus. The Lord replenish you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every shame, pain that you have gone through is wiped away. The Lord satisfy you with mercy. 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 In the name of Jesus, Cabra Let your inheritance be delivered to you. Receive peace of God this day. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. And I pray for you. Anyone that is under drug. 
that your life has been living under a drug, addiction. You have been living a life of addiction. Today, that pain of addiction, that yoke of addiction is destroyed this day in the name of Jesus Christ. The yoke of addiction is destroyed from your life this day in the name of Jesus Christ. The yoke of shame and pain and addiction is destroyed from your life this day in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone that is under this yoke of addiction and pain is destroyed from your life this day in the name of Jesus Christ. Go and prosper. 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 Go and be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Peace of God be with you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you. God make his face to shine upon you. God be gracious to you. You shall not die, you shall live. Every good thing that the Lord has reserved for you will begin to walk into it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Shalom. Bye.